Welcome back to Leave It on the Dance Floor. I hope you enjoyed my episode with Sandy Powers, uh, longest friend in history, and uh, a really integral part of the Abby Lee Dance Company from the beginning to, uh, well, till now. Let's just say that, yes. And this week, I have her daughter, Denise Petrozinski here, and her granddaughter, Maddie. I got child. This is my favorite Maddie. (laughs) It's always been. So when people ask me, who's the favorite, who's the favorite? Maddie, this one, yes. Denise, thank you for being here today. Happy to be here. Now, you were not the dancer. No. No, you did take dance class. You and I were in class together. (gasps) Worked out a little better for you then. (laughs) Denise and I were in the same dance class once a week. Yeah, your mom taught us. Tap, jazz, Mm -hmm. ballet, acrobatics, all in an hour. Yep. That's the way we did it. Mm-hmm. Express. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I understand that we got a costume that you didn't like too much. Yeah, that did happen. You dream, you work all year for the recital, and you can't wait. And you have this vision of being in a tutu with maybe a tiara or some great prop or something. So the day comes for the costume passing out, and I get there, and I can't wait. And I get a plaid tutu with an army hat <laughs> like a beret no like a pointy like a oh a military like a tri-corner pile, or whatever it's called like yes gomer pile. pile army hat with a it was plaid with a little feather that stuck out of it green and it was red and, re- and green plaid oh i came home that's it i'm <laughs> never going back and so of course my parents were good parents and they said oh no you signed up you're finishing right so for the year you sign up you 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 see it it through through. my parents the same way so i went pasted that smile on in my plaid tutu and my plaid hat and uh, that picture shows up everywhere i don't have can't even find my wedding pictures but every time (laughs) i open a drawer there's that plaid tutu (laughs) picture and the joke in the house is if i hadn't quit dance i'd probably be Six foot tall, blonde, skinny, but that one tutu did me in. Yes. So thanks a lot. Well, I I didn't pick the costume out back then. It wasn't me. But I have to say, when I had my daughter, Olivia, your mom was one of the first people to the hospital. And she came running in and said, my gift to this baby is she'll never have an ugly costume. (laughs) She said that? She said that. She said that. And it was true. We didn't get any ugly costumes. Well, when Olivia Mm -hmm. was born... We thought it was going to be a boy. We did. I don't know why, but we did. We were sure. We were sure, sure it was going to be a boy. Mm-hmm. And it was a girl, and I was away at a dance convention yeah. or competition You're or something. In Erie. In Erie. And I mm-hmm. came home, mm-hmm. right? Did yeah. I get there as fast as I could? I remember could. calling and telling everybody at the competition. And I was screaming, it's a girl, it's yep. a girl, it's a girl. Yep. But that little happy announcement turned dark quickly because I was not the godmother. <laughs> I was not the godmother. No, 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 no. But I did take her. I used to just pick her up like she was a baby doll. Oh, yeah. And I would take her downtown Everywhere. to Point Park. I would take her to Squirrel Everywhere. Hill and Shadyside and I, to toy stores. And oh, I just took to her all New the time. To to see the Rockettes. She was three. Oh, yeah. Took her backstage, got her the little cheeks that stuck on. Oh, I forgot about all that. F.A.O. Schwartz, yeah. Pushed her out across Times Square in a little umbrella stroller. <laughs> <laughs> Almost didn't make it back, but that's another story. So, they used to do Adagio partner work yes. in the living room. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was so thrilled mm-hmm. because she wanted to dance. Yep. And he yep. was, oh, okay, I'll do it. Yep. And um, and then I'd get them going. And then he would, uh, you know, he was a perfectionist. So then he was okay. like, no, we have to do it right. If we're going to mm-hmm. Maddie. Gonna and then she it. was over it by then. Like, ah, yeah. I don't need to do it again. And he's like, we're doing it again. We're going to get it right. They were, like he was a good partner for you. You don't even remember I that. I don't even don't remember you? that. Oh, yeah, that would happen on Honey's Living Room floor all the time. All I I just remember you talking about his friend's feet every time he came over you're like wow you have really good feet and he was like i have no idea what that means but thank you (laughs) yeah i did a little friend that had you guys don't have good feet like that usually (laughs) but he did he did he did Mm -hmm. all right so you have olivia 
who was named after Olivia Newton-John. She was. Just saying. And people all say, oh, their kid wasn't named after her. Who are they kidding? Yes, there was. She was. Okay, and she's blonde and she's beautiful and a good tribute to Olivia Newton-John. And then you had a son named Nick. I did. And now we have Maddie. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. And Maddie, just for everyone watching, same age, same year in school, same name. So. In some places, (laughs) they would call her the mother Maddie, but... She's the first Maddie. She us. is the yeah. Maddie. Yes, yes. They would say the other Maddie, and Not she's like, "No, us. I'm the Maddie. That's yes. the other Maddie." Yes, yes. You now, knew me first. Yes, definitely. I knew you first. Okay, so let's talk about the ALDC. Okay, so you were in it. high school, mm-hmm. and Melissa became a member of the dance company. Yes, and then your mother became very involved. Oh yes. So how is it living? in this house with sequins and rhinestones and glitter and that really wasn't your thing i was into the volunteering and the making helping out doing things not the dance part anything behind the scenes i'd make the hoagies and help plan the bus trips and i know but it was for your sister it wasn't even for you that's okay i didn't care it was so fun it was fun oh yeah it was fun and that was the only way i was going to see my mom and my sister because (laughs) You know, they started at 4 o'clock and went till 10 o'clock, and I was at school all day, so if I wanted to see them, it was part of the deal. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so really as fun. a memory, what did you remember that was fabulous, and what do you remember that was horrible? Of her growing up? Well, just dancing. The whole dance stuff. Oh, goodness. I remember going to Florida for that one number. You took the whole studio, and everybody went to Disney for them to compete one number and then it was over time and got disqualified and oh i remember the girls didn't talk about that no they didn't it was crazy awful and it was one of the worst experiences of my entire Mm -hmm. professional because everybody thought they won the whole thing well they did win the whole thing score wise Mm -hmm. they won the whole thing Mm -hmm. and they were three tenths of a second over time right how do you know when he hit the how do you know when he hit exactly. the timer? Human error, absolutely. I'm sure you timed that dance 4,000 times. Why wouldn't I just speed it up a notch yeah, if it right. was over time? Exactly. One notch, and right. that takes care of five seconds. Right. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I have done that? Exactly. And they, I remember that guy slamming that briefcase shut. Mm-hmm. Like, we wanted to see the score sheets, and he was like... Phew. Oh, yeah. Some, because it felt they, shady. Shady. Big time totally shady. shady. And they ended up winning the high score jazz or something, mm-hmm. and a big trophy... Mm-hmm still with 50 points off so what was the score if you could move 50 points minus 50 points subtract 50 points and and they still won something exactly like that's nuts and it was clean it was wonderful the crowd went crazy Mm -hmm. not just our parents but everybody the whole place and that was uh baba o'reilly yep Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still will hear that music sometimes. I'll be at the mall and you'll hear it start and you still remember it so clearly. It was a that was just time. a, I mean, why would a dance teacher like me exactly. take 100 people, or well, 150 was, kids yeah. and their families mm-hmm. across the country to go to this event and spend right. all this money and then be three tenths of a second over time? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I know. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, enough about the negative positive oh i remember your mom being just so glamorous she just seemed like the most glamorous person i ever met really i remember being little and she was tall everybody's tall to us but and she would have her fingernails painted in these wonderful colors and she'd have these little chiffon ballet skirts and silver high-heeled tap shoes and i didn't know anybody else that had silver high-heeled tap shoes and it was just like looking at a star really oh yeah i remember oh she would love that so much being she would love to hear dazzled by her and your dad would come out and he had this big leather belt with ropes on it and he would attach it to these kids for them to learn their tumbling it's a it's a it's a gymnastic belt it's a spotting belt and i was scared of that (laughs) (laughs) that big belt oh yeah i i I, to a little kid that would probably be scary leather with the metal oh yeah, yeah i remember that but it worked yeah, because two people can hold mm-hmm. the sides and do right. like aerial right. walkovers and right. stuff, and exactly. you don't have to get in and grab the kick. Exactly, it right. worked perfectly. Yeah, but it was a little scary to see. 
Did he ever use it on you? Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. I didn't hang around long enough <laughs> to do your area walk. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I didn't really need a I lot didn't of squatting. Ask, see, there's so many girl. things I didn't ask Lainey and, and, and Melissa what their favorite trick was or what their best move was. I, I did a little bit with the jumps, but okay. All the right. Old, uh, cartwheel with the cup of water was a favorite. With that, we do that every Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or the split with the cup of water on your mm-hmm. forehead. We, every Halloween. We did that we, at Thanksgiving one year, did. a couple years ago. <laughs> Still in the tricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, something I remember about you. You were getting married. And you were very young mm-hmm. to get married. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have to get married. No. You, I just knew it were, was the right guy. He was the right guy. Still we, is. We all loved him. We mm-hmm. still love you. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. He's wonderful to me and my family. Wonderful. Okay. So... We had a shower for you. Oh my goodness! Yes, we did at your house. And you had oh, you had a lot of showers though. Yes, I had you three, had three showers. Three showers, mm-hmm. and they were fancy and sit down luncheons with the perfect cake and the perfect this and the perfect that. Right. I think I was at one of the other showers too, but we didn't have that kind of shower. Oh no, it was fun. People gave you gag gifts. They did. <laughs> Oh, and, and you made your ham and cheese sandwiches on the onion buns that you wrapped up in the oven. And tin foil. See, oh, nobody thinks I can so cook. Oh, <laughs> your chicken Catalina. I see. I know. See, she I appreciates know. my Good hard stuff. work. That's right. And she's an amazing cook. No. And yes. Stuffed peppers. Stuffed peppers with the uh, tomato rice soup. Yeah, the hack. Look at the the stuffed peppers too. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so. Denise is selling herself short. Her family, they're excellent cooks. And they very, you know, they take pride in their work. And they put hours into it. And they have all the right stuff. And this and that. And then half an hour later, it's over. It's garbage. And And everybody's like, clean it all up. I'm like, why do you do all this? Okay. Hey, you never know when your macaroni salad is going to end up on national TV. It happened. (laughs) That's another story for another day. Let me say one more thing about the shower. So I remember Joanne Fiorelli. Oh, yeah. Giving you, we all gave her like kind of gag gifts, mm-hmm. fun gifts, because she had all the fancy stuff. Right. She had every dish you could ever right. think of. So she gave you flatware, silverware, knives, forks, spoons, flatware from every hotel. Yes, she did. Room service. Yes. That we went to throughout she, the year, all the dance conventions right. and all the hotels. But she didn't order the room service and get the flatware and keep it. She just went down the hallway Stole where there were plates yep. laying out and yep. trays laying out, and she'd grab a knife here and a yep. fork there and a spoon Little there. Little creamer, <laughs> creamer and a everything. Tea I forgot all about You had a yes, whole set did. of mismatched uh-huh. crap from They're hotels. They're all kind of plain silver because most hotels have pretty yes. similar stuff. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I forgot all about that. That's okay. so funny. Yeah, it was your mom. We, were, we all had a good time. Oh, at the we wedding. did. Even Sounds though your like grandfather offered her money. As she walked down the aisle yep. to not marry your dad. It's on the video. He <laughs> you said, can see you know, his... we'll turn around, we'll go home, we'll still have a big party, but then you just come home with us after. Yeah. <laughs> and Aww. the money kept more and more Yeah, and the more. closer down the aisle the closer we down the aisle, the number went higher and higher. <laughs> Please don't get married. Please don't get married. Oh, well, but you were I think 20, he, right? I was 20, but I think he was happy. It was just kind of, well... It was the Maybe joke. he meant it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up he, he loving got over my it. husband's Yeah, he got over, it. got over it. Okay, now, let's talk about that macaroni salad. Okay. Let's go there. Okay. So, I was sentenced to prison for a year and a day for maybe walking away from a vacation home. So, there were 21 counts, I believe 21 things they had. And 20 were proven wrong. The only one was that my bankruptcy attorney told Chase Bank, she's going to leave the house. She's walking away. You're not, we we can't call you. We can't email you. You won't respond. There's nothing to do. Just, she's going to walk away from the house. But I told them, and you know all this, Mm -hmm. I wasn't walking away from the house. I never wanted to lose the house because I was too afraid I wouldn't get credit again to buy a new house. So I didn't want to do that. I wanted to keep it no matter what. I've kept it. I still own the house till this day. I still make the mortgage payments every month. No problem. But it was because of that mm-hmm. that the judge looked at me and said, if anyone at Chase Bank knew you were on a television show, they would have never negotiated the rate that low. The rate was 4.9. 
that was the low the rate, rate. Wow. 4.9 that's not even that low no right so that's why I went to prison so the day before I had to what do you call it surrender mm -hmm. the day before I had to surrender myself to the prison camp in Victorville California it's out in the middle of the desert I had everybody come to LA you flew in, your mom flew in, mm -hmm. Diana Corbett, mm -hmm. uh, Diana was there, yep. people, my attorney stopped by, friends from LA stopped by, and uh, I know my friend Diana, I remember her sitting at a computer, typing everybody's name and address and phone number in to the computer, because I was allowed to take one piece of paper, and she had the font like this tiny, and all these numbers, there was like 100 people on this piece of paper that I could have, and I wanted all my favorite things. Yep. Where was the house? The house was in uh, Los Angeles, California. It was a beautiful home. There was a pool mm -hmm. and a hot tub. Oh, it's beautiful. And a big giant kitchen mm -hmm. that you all loved oh, and you yeah. never left that kitchen. And then I had this other ridiculous friend who said she was a caterer, make me barbecue chicken. And it was crap. It was like dry little chicken strips without breading with yeah. She with, was not a caterer. She was not a caterer. Now let's get that straight. So uh, she might plate food, yes. but she doesn't make food. No. And all I wanted was the macaroni salad, but the secret ingredient. Am I allowed to tell? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the secret ingredient is green olives. You chop them up teeny tiny, and you put them in the macaroni salad, and it gives it a lot of flavor. So we didn't have the green olives. And nobody would get the great olives. And we were having stuff brought to the house. It was the beginning of Postmates. Yeah, it's or, the first I'd ever heard of Postmates. Yes, and I didn't get the green olives. I know. I didn't know. And there were all these guys there. Like, wasn't Jesse Johnson was there? Oh, and tons of all people. the boys from the dance studio were there. Tons and of people. the guy I was seeing was there. Yes, there yes. were. It was just mm -hmm. craziness. Oh, yeah. The door kept opening and more people kept coming in. But it was great for me. Yeah. Because I need yeah. to keep my mind yeah, off kept of it. Kept you busy. Kept me busy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the next day, why don't you take it? Oh, that was a really, really bad day. It, we woke up early and it just felt like a funeral. It didn't feel like a, that's the only way I can describe it. We woke up early and we were helping you pack up your stuff and there was a lot of rolls about what you couldn't bring and couldn't bring and what time they were coming to pick you up and you just wanted to give everybody words of advice and you know you didn't know what things were going to be like when you could talk to everybody again how we were going to yeah who would have guessed this would twist and turns you never could have guessed that and just making sure we had ways to communicate and how we were going to do that because you couldn't just email like regular you couldn't text you had to turn your phone in which i think was the hardest part of all not being able to communicate easily and uh, it was just a very scary time very scary time very sad time up the couple of days ahead you would have times when we were laughing and out shopping and doing some things like that and you had a really good attitude but there was no putting it off at that point it was it was dark it was d-day it was d-day I always get emails and direct messages online from kids and parents asking if I can record a short video wishing someone a happy birthday, a milestone congratulations on a special achievement, or even just my advice before performing at a competition. With Cameo, my followers, the ALDC elites, have the chance to connect with me directly. Looking to have Abby Lee's last word as you enter an exciting moment of your life, maybe put you, your friend, or a special someone at the top of the pyramid, or do you want them at the very bottom? Anything is possible on Cameo. Connect with me from anywhere on the globe at cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. That's cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. The sky's the limit on Cameo. I remember two big black Suburbans pulling into the driveway and they looked like government cars, you know, like the CIA, FBI, whoever drives those big black cars and just having to have y'all packed up and in there. And it was just truly one of the saddest days I've ever had. Yeah, and your kids were not there, obviously. No, no, no I did no, no, not. No. And how old were you at this time? I believe I was in 10th grade. Probably. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want her to have those kind of memories. No, no, she no, no, no. Good memories. I didn't want kids there no. at all. Right. Okay. So I get in the car, and I go. Yep. And we're watching you pull out. That they're was not. Rough. So what happened after that? I wasn't. I was in the car leaving. So right. what did you guys all do? When you left, it was just like all the air was sucked out of the room or something. I can't explain it. We just sat there numb, looking at each other like, did this really happen? So scared for you and so enraged with the injustice of it all. And just dark day. Yeah. Really, really. Because, I mean, you knew me. Yeah. You knew I was an open book. I would tell anybody anything. Exactly. Like you said. Just come knock on my door. I'll tell you anything you want. I know. You don't need to look through my garbage. They around and did such sneaky, sneaky things. They never came to your house. No. They definitely did not. No. Mm -hmm. Or Honey's house. No. We wrote letters on your behalf to the judge, but never heard back. Maybe that's how it goes. Maybe you never hear back. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And we were there at the trial that day, and I remember when the sentence came down, just being shocked. We we didn't think there was any chance that they would be able to do anything because every count they were throwing that count out, throwing that out, throwing that out. It was just we thought that it would was going to go end up much different than it yes. did. When they only could make one charge stick, the other twenty were garbage. But and then also just. Like community service, like yes. Why? Yes. Why wouldn't they want me working and paying my taxes? Exactly. That's what I don't understand. Exactly. It made you know, no now sense you're going to pay all. my rent, right? It's going to cost give me how much? Three meals a day. Well, they spent how much money, government money, to prosecute you? Four million. F- for four, how much? Four money million dollars talking? for a forty-five thousand dollars exactly. fine. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that? Uh, really efficient, really good. Yeah, it's your taxes. taxes. Paying for yep, it. Exactly. And why not have me out working? Mm-hmm. And exactly. Make. Give you fines, community service, doing something good for the teach, world. Teach yep. kids, underprivileged mm-hmm. children, anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get it either. No. But I went. And you made the best of it? I mean, I remember you saying once, hey, it's real life. Other people are just sitting home watching it on TV. <laughs> and yes. I always think about that. That sums you up, you know? Well, there was one thing. So I was petrified as most people are about who um, wouldn't be being strip searched sure sure. you have to be strip searched and they have all these counselor people their guy Mm -hmm. like they they hire these professionals Mm -hmm. to to tell you what's going to happen so you're prepared they were all wrong every one of them were wrong uh but you thank god (laughs) with your wit and your funny clever remarks all the time i was talking about being strip searched and you said hey (laughs) Hey, look on the bright side, you're on the better end of it. How would you like to be the person who had to do it? Yes. And you only have to have it done once. They have to do it every day for the rest of their life. That's their job. So. And you said that to me? Yeah. And so as I stood there and opened my legs, I thought, nah, 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 Rather nah, be nah, me nah. than you. <laughs> That's right. Like, you're the one squatting down there looking on my ass. I'm, I'm just standing here. This is fine. Yeah, yes. Get the better end of that deal. Yeah, so you got me through that moment. Well, yes, but then they I'm took fine. my piece of paper with every phone number. I know. And everything on it. And I know your mom's number for mm-hmm. in my head for, right. you know. And uh, there were some other numbers. And Diana made mm-hmm. me on the ca- in the car on the way. Mm-hmm. She made me repeat her phone number. To remember. Over the whole time we were traveling. The whole time. So I knew it. Uh, thank God. Yeah. And I was eating the macaroni salad. I know. It's on TV somewhere. <laughs> in the car. Oh, yes. Gosh. And they were With filming. no green olives. With no green olives. And they were filming mm-hmm. me yes. in the car, which was a big no-no. And you get to the prison, to the grounds, mm-hmm. and you see these giant signs that say, no cameras, no yep. filming. And yep. of course, they're laying on the floor filming mm-hmm. me. Lifetime. Because they didn't pay attention to rules. That's the kind of the people right. they were. Yeah. I mean, they didn't care if they got me in more trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. And I go in there and they go, you were filming. Yeah. And then it comes out on TV. When you were arriving, did they mention anything about you filming? Like, did they yell at you for that? Like, were you, because you were treated differently from the second you walked through the door, I'm sure. So I was treated, I was treated filming? differently. Was, was, yeah, they stopped the car. They stopped our vehicle and made them pull to the side. There were two cars blocking the next to each other blocking the the driveway and they made us pull over and they took me out of the car and put me in the back seat of this tiny little car my poor knees were like crunched and uh they figured there were cameras in the other car that's why they didn't want them and then they drove me the rest of the way down so they i mean 
It's like the United States government. They figured wow. there were cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I went, and then I remember on Thanksgiving, I called or Christmas Eve. It was Christmas right. Eve. We had to make arrangements way in advance, though. It wasn't like you right. could just pick up the phone and call. No, and you have to pay for everything. Like, like I had to pay an exact to buy a and, right. ticket to do that to right. do a video call, mm-hmm. and I did it. And then I was telling you guys, take a picture, take the mm-hmm. film, and you're like, no, no, yep. no, we don't want to get in trouble. I'm like, just take the picture. It doesn't we matter. Did. Yeah, do you did? Yeah, we took it. We have it somewhere. Oh, I've never seen that. I'd love to see that. You have to find it somewhere. Yes. And uh, I remember we'd email you, and the emails wouldn't go through. Or they would, and then they'd disappear the next day. It was weird, weird, weird. It wasn't regular email. No. It's like prehistoric. It's from yeah. the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And they read them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They well, we read. didn't say anything that they, I wouldn't say. No, they read every email. Right. And they listened to every phone call. Sure. Because they don't know what sickled feet are. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> mentioned that. I got in a lot of trouble code. for sickled feet. It was code. It was gang. It was a gang code. <laughs> I know. No, just the guards were pigeon-toed, and they couldn't count. But they would go in and dump your stuff sometimes. Just, just rip my locker open and dump everything on the floor just because they could. But on the bright side, I remember you telling us you met some friends and uh, really met some women who were kind of in bad positions because of trusting the wrong people. Trusting the wrong people just like I did. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Just like I did. Or the wrong man or real estate Mm -hmm. stuff they didn't know about. I did. And, you know, not that I would wish this on anyone, but had you been in there with me, oh, oh you, yeah, you would. I read 150 books. I know. I lost 127 pounds. Books and sent you all kinds of. I know, and I, uh-huh. I'm like, do you would probably like this? Yeah, it's not pretty good. She doesn't have to do anything. She doesn't drive club. anybody anywhere. Yeah. She doesn't yeah, have to. Exactly. Yeah. It sounded pretty yeah. good. So not too bad. But I remember you um, took a what a real estate class. You. I was like at the top of my class. I know. <laughs> you choreographed a Christmas number. I did. I know. I somehow, some way, somehow, I got red ribbon in there. Red two-inch ribbon. I got into that thing from make hair bows somehow. Yeah. You wove yes. it yourself. <laughs> I, I did something. I did something, yeah. All right, enough about prison. Okay. Yep. Enough about you prison. Live to tell. Move yes. on. Stronger, Moved on. better. Moved on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have this little princess. I do. Maddie. Yes. <laughs> There's a picture on my phone that I cannot get rid of. I've, I, it's not like I've tried to get rid of it, mm-hmm. but it's somewhere permanently on the beginning of my camera roll. Mm-hmm. It's always there, and it's my mother holding you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You weren't a baby baby, because my mom wasn't really into right. the baby baby. Right. You were a little baby. I was older. probably like one, maybe. Yes. Yeah. You know that picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, was she feeding her whipped cream? There was a whipped cream something. container on the ca- yeah, counter. Yeah, I think she was okay. feeding her spoons of whipped cream. Yeah. Okay. Anything mm-hmm. to shut you up and make you happy, right? <laughs> yes. Put some meat on her bones. Yep. Okay. So, when did you realize I was your godmother? I mean, were you older? Or was I just this lady that held you? Or I don't know. I remember whenever I was really young, I was always scared of you. Do you remember that? No. Do you remember that? Well, you had a giant red <laughs> Hummer. It was the biggest car. Oh, I the ever girls saw. didn't talk about that either. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was like Teresa Moyo age. Maddie called it Abby's fire truck. <laughs> oh, Abby's coming in her fire truck. She was afraid. I of was that scared car. of you for like oh. the first two or three years of my life. Oh. I don't know why. I know. Well, she. Well, remember? Olivia wasn't. No. She was thrilled with me. Abby's coming. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, you took her everywhere and had so much fun. She yeah. still tells the story about how you took her to Squirrel Hill to the movie theater, and uh, gave her a hundred dollar bill. She was five. Well, here, go get our tickets. <laughs> Another time you were at the mall getting Andy Ann pretzels and you only had half a 50. That was me. No, that was you. They were like, just take it. (laughs) She said she figured half would be good. Like 25 bucks, but just half the thing. They just gave this little kid the pretzels. Oh, God. Well, all right. So I don't remember taking you anywhere like Olivia. Mm -mm. I don't know. Not like Olivia. You almost moved in with us when Olivia was little. You took her. Everywhere. She was just this doll that we just I dressed know, she up. She was in. our toy. She she was. I we know, the world stopped. Yeah. We didn't go out. We didn't go yeah. to the bars, the clubs, the movies, the bowling. Yep. Nothing. She we just watched toy. her. Mm-hmm. And you would bring her beautiful things like every day. The biggest, fluffiest, sparkliest, you name it. Everything. You spoiled her rotten. But that's okay. That's but not you. <laughs> you were you busy. Did. You, did. you were you like were a really lot busier busy. by the time. You were she a lot came busier around. then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was busy. I was teaching, mm-hmm. traveling, judging. Yeah, that's your excuse. 
Yeah, but you'd take her fun places when you could and yeah. do fun things. Yeah, either. but you were, you were like with Sadie and Sabrina, like you were like, it was like a lot of you. Right. It wasn't mm-hmm. just you. Olivia was like Olivia, the only yeah. one. When Nick was born, she said, oh, finally, I don't have to have the pressure on me all the time. To be so perfect. That's what mom said. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of stuff. Okay, so when did you realize that <clears throat> I was your godmother? Probably even, always knew. I mean, I always knew. Okay. But... It'd show up you to were, her birthdays with the biggest right. thing you could find. You were always, you were a lot busier then, so you would come here and there, and I'd be like, oh. And That's then you, Yeah. Like, you're always this big presence, uh, and I always knew, but I'm trying to think of, like, the age where it was. A like, big presence with big presents. Yeah, there exactly. you go. There exactly. That should be on a shirt. Oh, okay. And then you started dancing when you were little. I was two, right? You were little. Mm-hmm. And we'd go to McDonald's <laughs> and get mm-hmm. you snacks and the <laughs> yeah. teacher would sometimes meet us at mcdonald's mm-hmm. and then we'd go over to the and studio and it was and honey was working at the front desk mm-hmm. oh sandy my grandma we call her honey uh-huh. i forget about that and you thought you were big time so you go behind there and like spin mm-hmm. on the spinny chair and, and then sadie stuff. my cousin she would dance with me and we would go to dance together and we would you know stop by the front desk and see honey and then um Get yeah. fruit snacks. There was, oh, in your pictures, you were so cute. You were like a poodle or yeah. something. I remember oh this. With the fire yes. hydrant. So you called cute. her Mad Dog. <laughs> Mad Dog, yes. Yeah, so oh, cute. but do you remember the only kid in the whole recital to scream her head off? <laughs> you don't remember that? Two years in a row. Bawling, screaming, screaming. on stage. No. Oh, my God. Sadie had to pull me off the stage. Because she was screaming uncontrolled. <laughs> Like, but she you, was two and a half. Were you like, out there little, or were you? On the stage <gasps> while everybody else was dancing, screaming my head off. And you were probably the best one. You probably knew the dance. <laughs> right, but she was just, she was two and a half. That was little to be out there. We probably started her a little early. Not now. No, she doesn't now it, People have solos when they're right. two and a half right. or whatever. It's right. crazy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But it got better after that. Once she got the hang of it and thought, okay, yeah, I do kind of like the spotlight. <laughs> then it all was good. She had those good little feet. She yeah. point that little foot out and be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Millions of kids go to bed hungry each night in the U.S. So when I found out about a nonprofit that feeds 5,000 underserved children each night named Katarina's Club, headed by Chef Bruno Serrato, I knew I had to help. After all, who knows kids better than me? He launched Katarina's Club when he found out about California's motel kids. These children are so poor that their entire families live in single-room motels with no kitchens, nowhere to cook, no dinner, so food was a rarity for many of these families. He has been feeding kids, 5,000 kids, every single night since 2005. He even mortgaged his home twice to keep the program going. When his restaurant, Anaheim White House, burned to the ground, he found another kitchen that same day to keep feeding kids without interruption. He has served well over 10 million meals. We are looking for any size donations. After all, a $5 donation feeds a family of four. While food banks are helping ease the crisis, many of these children, often referred to as motel kids, live in cheap, crime-ridden units that do not contain kitchens. Since these families are unable to cook dinner, they depend on already prepared meals like those provided by Katarina's Club. To become involved and make a donation, go to katarinasclub.org backslash donate. Again, that's katarinasclub.org backslash donate. (laughs) Okay, so when did you realize that I was on TV and that's your godmother? Like, you know her. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until... I took a little break from dance, and you just realized this the other day. Yeah. I didn't know you didn't, I know, didn't that. know that. But I just couldn't understand. I couldn't remember what your solo was like when you were eight and nine and ten and eleven. I'm like, what dances do you do? Because I would do those little kid dances because mm-hmm. I could pump them out in two days, like mm-hmm. two pra- two practices. No, you did my first solo when I was thirteen. Yeah, that's that yeah. was the problem. Mm-hmm. If yeah. it would have been eight, we might you might not be here right now. Okay, good. It was beautiful okay. though. Mm-hmm. It was so yeah. You chose the perfect costume. You had it designed for her. This was like a big deal to mm-hmm. her. Because she was always like maybe more of a, I don't want to say shy, but not. Oh, I was shy. Not conservative. Conservative, mm-hmm. that's yes. the word. Yes, yes. 
And that costume came, and she put it on, and she said, I'm going to dance great in this mm-hmm. costume. She Aww. knew it. She knew it. I remember Taylor, my dance teacher at the time, he, as soon as I walked in the building, he was like, Maddie, your costume came. And we opened it, and everybody was like, oh, my gosh, it's beautiful. Like, it was mm-hmm. known in the studio that that was my costume. And, and it yeah, worked. It was a it big was, deal. It was. Yeah, it was you're a beautiful dancer, Maddie. Just for the record, Aww. Maddie's a gorgeous dancer. She has beautiful lines and feet and pretty arms, and her palm ball is just stunning. Uh, and... She was planning to go to AMDA, Mm -hmm. which is uh, a school in New York. They have a two-year program in New York, and you can do two years in New York and two years in L.A., Mm -hmm. and it's for musical theater. So they have singing, dancing, acting, triple threats. Mm -hmm. And I was so proud. Uh, You know, I had professional dancers at this time. I've had kids, well, 24 kids on Broadway. Mm -hmm. No, that's wrong. Kids in 24 Broadway shows. And so... I was just thrilled. And you know what I was thrilled about? Not that you chose to be a professional dancer, but that you were going to live in New York City yeah. for two years at 18 years old. Mm-hmm. That's what she I mean, was excited about. What too. better yeah. place to live? To go to the museums, right. Right. to go see the Broadway shows, to just yeah. say when you're 40, I did yeah, it. I lived I in New York. Mm-hmm. I was a New York kid. Mm-hmm. I ran around on the subway. I did this and I did that. It was a dream for a long time. Yeah. And then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember talking to you or Jeff or whatever, and well, they want her to still go there. They want her to live there, but she's going to do the classes on online. Zoom, mm-hmm. online. Same price. You were going to Sa- pay the whole same thing. Same price. Mm-hmm. And she has a key to a like 8,000 square foot dance studio. Why would she go there and do it right. in her dorm room when she could do it here for free? And you're mm-hmm. going to live in New York City during the height of pandemic when every restaurant's closed mm-hmm. every everything's closed time. i mean you're gonna sit there in a dorm by yourself and, and all those people were out of work exactly mm-hmm. like, it, was, it was it was no just, one was hiring even if mm-hmm. she had finished no well, it was a scary time we didn't even know what was going on in the world let alone the dance world yeah, exactly ships didn't have dancers broadway mm-hmm. closed disney wasn't hiring anyone it was just and it was expensive mm-hmm. no i, I know i know so it just so, didn't make sense so during this time, mm-hmm. an opportunity came about to go to school to not too far from home mm-hmm. to go to school. Why don't you explain? So I went to an aesthetics program school. It was only about four months um, to become an esthetician. And that was always really a dream of mine, too, along with dancing. I was always very passionate about makeup and skincare from a very young age. I think mom remembers all the crazy makeup I would do. The only child I know who literally emptied her savings account. (laughs) $1,500 at Sephora. (laughs) No. It was not that much, but it it was a lot. It was. It was $500 at the time. No, it was more than that. Because dad almost had a stroke. (laughs) Yeah. You were In one day? Yes. One day. You were... It was not that much. I didn't know this. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And they all thought I was crazy, which I was at the time. Okay. <laughs> kind of worked out for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so go ahead. So, yeah, I always had a passion for makeup. And then um, whenever high school hit, I really was struggling with my skin. I had horrible acne. I would break out like crazy. And it felt like nobody else around me was struggling or dealing with it. And The dancers, mm-hmm. you said, they all the had dancers, gorgeous skin. And- all had gorgeous skin. I was like, what is going on? I can't be the only one who deals with this. So I went to dermatologist after dermatologist, and they could not do anything for me. They would put me on medications, prescribe this crazy stuff that I knew was going to tear my, you know, Inside out. Apart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was you like, I can't rely. Forms and yeah. Get blood work every month, and, work and it's just crazy. I knew that there was another way, so I did my own research, and I found a way. I found, you diagnosed yourself. I ha- literally diagnosed myself with the type of acne that I had. I came to my dermatologist, and I was like, "Hey, I think this is what it is," and he was like, "Oh yeah, I guess it could be that." And that you was told the end him of what that. You needed, and mm-hmm. he gave it to you, and it worked. Right, and that was in high school, and so when I graduated. I, I didn't get the letter. Can you, can you tell our listeners what it, what it was, like what your diagnosis was? So I had malassezia, which is a fungal acne, and a lot of acne is bacterial-based, and so people will give you, or dermatologists will give you um, antibiotics and different things to kill bacteria, but it's it's fungal, so that wasn't... It actually was making it worse. It was making it worse. Mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, so you and would think, and that's a very common, basic thing 
dermatologists should know that. But yes. they walk in the room, look at you for two seconds, and it's like, okay, here's Accutane, bye. That's mm. about it. They just push medicine in. Well, if we're going to talk doctors, I have a lot of oh, stories. I'm sure, sure you, you do. do. Yes, yes. I'm sure you do. So, yeah, go home and take it easy, honey. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, yes. cancer's choking your spinal cord. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all doctors should know that when your jaw is numb, mm-hmm. it's That's something to do with your spine. Yeah, yes. right. it's a problem. You should maybe go see somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Okay, go ahead. So you go to school, you ha- you do the skincare, mm-hmm. you fall in love with it, mm-hmm. and then you continue and continue mm-hmm. your education. So yes, it is very much all about continuing education. You go to school for 400 hours. It's not like you, you're just a one and done. You have to continually be taking classes and um, you know just expanding your horizons because you don't learn everything in school you always have to branch oh, out yes so yes. yeah I'm still it's been it'll be three years in January since I graduated which is crazy because it feels like just yesterday but now so, you do tell everybody what all you do what is what is in your bag of tricks so I just opened up my own business in January but I specialize I'm an acting expert now so I specialize in that um, and so I do facials and chemical peel treatments. And then I also like to do the fun stuff like lash extensions and spray tans, brow services. I try to do everything. Yes. And just for the record, she did not do my brows. Yet. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Tomorrow. We're going to have it happen. Yes, we're going to have it happen. So go ahead. So yeah. you're going to do it, Abby? The brow. You're, you're gonna get, you're gonna be able to do it with the. Remember last time they. No, that's not that. It's not the tattooing. It's just like you staining. Did that. I, I did like three lines. You'll see them, and I. Oh, had staining. To, okay. I had to make her stop. I couldn't take it the hurt. pain. Oh did my she god. Did she know you? Yes. Hmm. But I I'm very sensitive. I to tried it. microblading for a while, and it freaked me out. I couldn't do it. I was yeah. like, you're certified in microblading. Yes. And you also do brow lamination Mm -hmm. those are probably my favorite most popular service right now okay you do you do eyelashes eyelashes spray tan spray tan and now your new salon tell everybody Mm -hmm. the name so my new salon now is called moments made by maddie it's in oakmont pennsylvania moments made by maddie you have your own building yes my own building i'm very proud of it it's beautiful i I didn't think i would see the day (laughs) at 21 that's a big deal mm -hmm. yeah I was definitely not expecting to be here at this point, but you followed in Abby's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Girl yes. boss. I always knew I wanted to be a girl boss. Yes, I just girl didn't boss. know it would be yes. so soon. You worked for other people, different I, people, different jobs, mm-hmm. and you realized you don't mm-hmm. want to run a business the way they do. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I. That's why I built my own building because I lived in a house and I heard my parents upset and complaining mm-hmm. and worked up about our landlord and about how horrible it was and this and that and charging me for snow removal when it never snowed and all mm-hmm. that jazz. And I that's when I knew I have to build a building. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with this for the rest of my life. Yes, it felt and the so, same exact way. Cause it's been, it was only two years after I graduated that I was working for other people, but it just felt like every job I went to, I was just looked down on. I was very young whenever I graduated, I was only 18 and everybody in my class was 25 and over I had a 40 year old woman in my class and I just felt like nobody would take me seriously even when I knew what I was talking about I knew more than some of the people I was working with but they would always look down on me and tell I had somebody tell me one time that you're the least important person here your opinion does not matter Mm -hmm. and that was the day you quit and that was was the day I quit I said okay and I left and I said I won't yeah I will not be back yes (laughs) if you think I'm that unimportant to you then I will leave (laughs) so so you did it Mm -hmm. and it's moments made by Maddie yes and it's in Oakmont Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful it's a yellow and white still very very new yes brand new happened within the past two three months yes Mm -hmm. tell our audience Mm -hmm. our viewers out there everybody that's watching if you're based in Pittsburgh, uh, mm-hmm. the services that you offer. So I will be offering all of my services, which include lash extensions, brow services, the um, all kinds of different facials, my um, specializing in um, acne-specific treatments and facials, um, spray tanning. I'm sure I'm missing things. <laughs> and then I will be bringing on a nail tech, and she will be doing basic manicures, gel manicures, Structure gels, my new favorite service, um, pedicures also, and then I am actually looking for a full-time hairstylist. Still haven't found one yet. So if 
you're looking for a job. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and then I was thinking about also bringing on a masseuse. And then I will have um, an injector come every once in a while. Oh, for Botox. Yes. Fabulous. Filler, Botox. Mm-hmm. That should start in February, right? The Hopefully Botox. February, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So, listeners, check it out. Moments by Maddie. Yeah. Make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Come see my godchild. <laughs> yes. It's a very luxury experience mm-hmm. having a facial. Oh, I know. I've, she's done my facials before. You need to come to the new place. It's a whole different experience. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. Well, I thought the hotel room was pretty good. That was it was a good <laughs> one. She'll make house calls for you, not <laughs> no, for everybody else, calls. but for you. I <laughs> I LA, was LA, the house calls is a big deal. Oh yeah, I was hauling all my stuff into the hotel room, my yeah. bed, my towel warmer, my steamer. It was, but that's nothing new. You travel with Abby, you haul stuff with her. You yeah, guys yeah, have yeah. So everybody carries crap with oh, you. Oh yeah, you done so many fun things. Oh, yeah. All right, so Maddie, let's go back to watching the TV show. Okay. And let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. You have the same name mm-hmm. as one of the girls on the show. Mm-hmm. You're the same age as mm-hmm. one of the girls on the show. But you're not on the show. But you're a dancer. Mm-hmm. And you're in high school. And you're at a musical theater school mm-hmm. uh, for the arts. Mm-hmm. And you're dancing. So how was that life? It was it was an interesting experience, to say the least. I definitely had a lot of people on social media. Or whenever the show first started getting really big in school. Um, people be like, why, why are you, you can't compare to her, you know, Abby doesn't like you as much as she likes the other Maddie and this and that. And it, it did get to me. I was like, cause I wasn't a well-known dancer. Nobody really knew who I was at the time. With you social media. Say, I mean, it was just starting. And there. Right. It wasn't, I didn't. That's why the kids got so big. Cause it was right. Instagram Perfect had just timing. started. It was mm-hmm. the timing. It's all in the timing. Right. And I don't says. think it really made you sad. I think like. Being at the studio and having to stand out in the parking lot, not being allowed in, crawling on the floor, yeah, the not show, being allowed to eat their food, that part. Yeah, that was, that was the and your bags crazy. in the dressing room thrown all over the place um, and moved. And having to drive behind their bus because only they were allowed mm-hmm. on the bus. We'd all be going to the same competition and competing in the same numbers, but they would do their own little part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you did having... compete on the show? No, no. not on the show. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Never went to one of the competitions that we did filmed. I definitely mm-hmm. did go, but I was never filmed at any of them. Even in the groups on camera. No, I don't Mm-mm. think so. No. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe in one of the little clip shots, but I don't even yeah. know about then. In uh, in season eight, when we went to the Pittsburgh local mm-hmm. competition when JoJo came into town, mm-hmm. uh, one of the dancers from our studio beat mm-hmm. the show really? number. Yes. Do you remember which one it was? No, but it was a hip-hop dance. And instead of playing it in the story, which I thought was mm-hmm. brilliant, because mm-hmm. those mothers oh, were nuts, yeah. too, right. uh, I thought it would be great. I thought that was great story, right. that one of my other numbers oh, beat yeah. this elite competition team, right. and their, their moms were great. They mm-hmm. were all for it, and they mm-hmm. just didn't play it. Hmm. Well, sometimes Stupid. it worked because if those kids were out filming or whatever, Maddie would fill in in one of their numbers or whatever. So mm-hmm. it kind of yes, worked yes. back at home. And so. we talked about this a little bit earlier, but you were in a ballroom number. You had ballroom shoes. Yes. I did. And Mackenzie Ziegler was in the number. Yes. Right? She was, yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're just making that clear that everybody all of the knows. Girls were. She was, all the girls were in it the was, number. That was, that was fun. It was half the girls learned the dance in LA at the LA studio, and the other half of the girls learned it at the Pittsburgh studio and then we all went to LA for the big recital and just combined it in like a couple hours it was yeah you did that for a couple numbers Mm -hmm. so there you go Mm -hmm. great shoes I love those shoes the ballroom shoes are so cute on the kids yes Mm -hmm. okay now uh your dance teacher's on tv Mm -hmm. but it's your godmother Mm -hmm. that's on tv (laughs) and people are nasty to me Mm -hmm. how did that make you feel how did you react when you saw that did you think oh it's just for tv i mean i knew your big personality i knew i just knew how you are sometimes but i also knew that it was played up and you know we didn't let anybody get away with insulting you oh yeah you know i never really had (laughs) many people say nasty things to me it was always the main question was always is she really that mean in real life every time somebody found out or somebody asked me the first question every single time without fail and it's like she has a big personality i don't know what else to tell you there's crazy like highs and highs and lows and lows but the good times 
They never show those. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so they, many more fun mm-hmm. things. I tell you that all the time. You need to do something, some TV show, some TikTok thing, showing the funny, but, happy, it's crazy constant. times yeah. behind the scenes. Not right. the, well, the producers would make mean stuff happen. The make fake fighting stuff. happen. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the interesting stuff. It mm-hmm. was the creative stuff and the fun stuff that would be more fun to see. Well, last week, I interviewed your mom, your okay. grandmother, mm-hmm. and uh, I made her repeat over and over that those children that were on the show were students there. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be there. Oh, they were there before a show started. Oh, yeah. They were there. They loved it. Mm-hmm. They were sure. there every time they could be. They signed up on the wall for every private lesson they oh, could definitely. get. Definitely. Yeah, and the, you know, the world thinks it was all toxic and it was this and it was that. Oh, and no. those kids were forced to be there in a contract and yada, yada, yada. There was no contract with the kids. Mm-hmm. They could have left at any time. And nobody left until they got a better offer. Mm-hmm. As soon as something better came along with less hours, Money more talks. pay, union, it was like, mm-hmm. we're done, we're out, right. we're going to go do this. Right. Mm-hmm. Jojo, I'm finished, I'm out. I'm signing a contract with Nickelodeon until I'm 19 years old, and I'm going to make this much money plus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That right. that and more power but to she them. Seems Good. Like she yeah. stayed very loyal. Mm-hmm. Jojo, yes, mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, yeah, That's nice. I mean, she knows where she came from. Right. She knows what she right. was doing in Nebraska, mm-hmm. and and I don't doubt that her mom and dad would have moved her to L.A. and would have pushed and auditioned, and she would have been on some Nickelodeon show or some Disney show. She would have. Right. Mm-hmm. Would she be? the huge star that she became with her own concert tour? No, Mm-mm. no, no way. It was mm-hmm. Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition yep. first, mm-hmm. then Dance Moms that catapulted her and, and gave her the opportunity to get a great right. manager in Karen mm-hmm. and for manager Karen to right. make all those arrangements mm-hmm. and, and get those doors open right. and those deals signed. Right. <laughs> okay, so Maddie, quickly, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you I'm going to fire some questions out to you. Oh, joy. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, what's the best thing about you? About me? Yes. I think my big heart. (laughs) I care a lot about everything and everyone. That's a wonderful answer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Mm, I think also that I think I care too much. I I get overworked and really anxious and stressed about things I shouldn't. Okay. Perfectionist. Per- yeah. Good answer. Good answer. All right. And uh, if you could live anywhere in the world besides here, where would it be? That's really hard. Probably somewhere in Europe. I don't know where exactly, but I always thought that that would be fun. Okay. All right. Favorite Broadway show? Chicago. You know, I was going to I was asked to play Big Mama in Chicago on Broadway for three months. And you didn't take it? Wasn't allowed in my contract. Oh, wow. Well, when your show goes to Broadway someday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Well, it may happen. Who knows? The best is yet to come, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I hope. I hope. Mm -hmm. If you could change places with anyone in the world. Oh, joy. I don't know. I really like my life and where I'm at right now. I don't know if I would want to be anybody else. Okay. All right. If you could be me, what would you do differently? Oh, I think I know exactly. I would do some some show or something or post more about your behind the scenes, your day-to-day life, the funny moments, the the crazy fun stories of us with us back in the day, all that stuff. Okay. Mhm. Sweet. There's so many good Sweet parts, kid. and the world never sees the great stuff. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It's all like, for sure. Negative. Show. Yes. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. so sad. The it creative is. process is just so amazing, and they just don't see that. Mm-hmm. No, no. Nobody filmed me fighting with the producers all night on a Tuesday night for different music and different theme and different right. costumes and, and different. Coming up with the concepts. Nobody does concepts like this. Mm-hmm. And the, perfect costume that went with it and the perfect interview suit and the perfect oh all the girls back in the day Mm -hmm. i know i know i wish maddie would have been around dancing Mm -hmm. in those times like with Allie and Corey and those girls or even five years earlier Mm -hmm. yeah i think her timing wasn't great especially with the whole 
craziness of the studio and, and the show is so sad mm-hmm. so sad because it, it was, was a very, great it was a great place and i was definitely at my peak whenever the show started not yeah. when it started but when the whole la studio was really getting big and then when talks about somebody new coming into the pittsburgh studio all of that that was when you were at your peak mm-hmm. yeah. and when we were not allowed in the building not because mm-hmm. of you because of the people renting it mm-hmm. yeah Told I, if we didn't leave the premises, they'd call the. I police. just didn't know when I rented it to her. I you didn't know. I, didn't why know. would she not want my good students? Right. Why would she not want somebody like this with this right. body and this this beauty and all, and the other kids that dance with right. you were beautiful right. and and talented? Why would you not want them and welcome them right. with open arms oh, and no. be nice to and them? It wasn't right. only Maddie. There was a group of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. They called themselves the dance orphans, the mm-hmm. ALDC orphans, because mm-hmm. they had to just go everywhere. We and rent rented space, space and still competed under your name we yeah. would rent we would go to hotel ballrooms and gianna would come and choreograph our dances and we would go to competitions and use her name but we weren't at the studio you weren't allowed to be there Mm-mm. it was that's, the craziest time that's and that's nuts because i just as a young business owner and you have a group of kids that are already right, established and they're already pretty and good why would you right. not because mm-hmm. you dance with some other really pretty girls oh yeah like why would you not yeah. say okay this group and maybe, right. you know, as time goes on, you throw a few mm-hmm. more kids right. in. As somebody graduates, you throw right. a couple more yeah. in. And you have a nice group to work mm-hmm. with. Well, they were lyrical dancers, and we were told, oh, we're, we're not really about yeah, that. Yeah, nobody, lyrical that. was out of style, yeah. everybody would say. it. So. Nobody, but our group was so perfectly fit for that. And we made it work. But yeah, but you did, you were took yeah. ballet class and jazz class Absolutely, and we hired teachers, mm-hmm. your teachers, uh, yeah, I mean, paid them and hired, rented just, space and competed for you under your name and still won all kinds I know, of good stuff. I know, I know. I remember you coming. I remember meeting you in Vegas yeah. and everything. It was just a crazy time. Crazy and, time. It was. And I don't think And they people, weren't going to dance for anybody else. They just said no. Well, maybe. and people don't understand that. And I, you know, mm-hmm. maybe had my mom still been alive, right. she would have taken over the school again and I would be right. out doing my thing, but it would still be right there and the teachers would still be there and everything would there be was good. no other studio to go to there well there was, was no, no one else to rent my studio that was the right. problem if one if, of my former students right, right. would have been ready to come back right i mean i always think about john michael i mean he teaches everything he's a great tapper right. he's, he's a not ballet ready to dancer. run a he's meant to perform not exactly. to run yeah a he's in hamilton now maybe Broadway. in 10 years 15 years his parents live down the right. street right his but his nieces and nephews are here i mean the timing wasn't right no no that's okay it's but you turned out okay yeah i think it worked out i do think yes it did did. all right so we're gonna wrap it up so maddie Mm -hmm. let's talk about my skin okay (laughs) let's talk about my face (laughs) what would you do to me if you could what would i do to you what do you mean what do i need done well, you said you wanted your brow illumination. Brow right? illumination, yes, because this brow's great. I love it. And this one's all wonkety. Because <laughs> when I had cancer and the chemo mm-hmm. and my hair fell out, this one never came back in, right? Hmm. I think it Just looks the great. one. Yeah. I like this one. This one I don't like. <laughs> they're sisters, not twins. I know. Sometimes they're second cousins, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, she always says that about your eyebrows. They're, 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 sisters, not they're sisters, not twins. <laughs> and sometimes they're second cousins. Okay. All right. And what about, what about all the sunspots well, because you have a routine maddie you've lived with me i you know. know i don't have a she routine has yelled at you I, for years you i can sleep with my makeup on sunscreen. and wake back up put lipstick on and go again and no absolutely not you need a routine and first and foremost you need sunscreen i yell at her Every time I see you. See? You, somebody yells at me. Yeah. Yes. Everybody I do. thinks that nobody yells at Abby Lee Miller. Yeah, she's one of the few people that can get away with it. Yes. You need you're you bake yourself in the sun. And I understand that's your like me time. Yes. You like to be in the sun. I like to read a book and lay mm-hmm. in the sun. But you need sunscreen because that is very important. You could get skin skin cancer I at know. some point. That's a very serious thing you have to worry okay. about. Just a little bit of sunscreen. Yeah, just a little bit. Actually, you should have two full fingers of sunscreen, but two full fingers Mm -hmm. of sunscreen. Okay. And you're supposed to reapply. But should I should I have a peel and get rid of all these marks? You can do a peel, but you have to wear sunscreen if you do a peel because it could create further damage if you don't. But I know. But they want to do the peel on me, and then I'm going to go right back inside. I know you can't. can't. You can't. I will 
call you and yell at you from so, wherever so, you are in the world. So maybe I shouldn't do the peel. Maybe you just. No. What about all the? What about the the wrinkles? Well, that's when you come Botox? for the Botox. Yeah, but do what you about do this? All that? What about this? That they do um, threads and oh, it pulls. Yeah, that looks pulls oh no, I know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, it's kind of scary. I don't yeah. know if I'd. Want you go that. inside and pull it mm-hmm. up. Yeah, but I had that facelift, the, the Simone lift, where I was awake. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw that on TV. Yes, you should watch that. Okay, mm-hmm. I will. He died during oh. COVID. Very sad. That a woman is... sneezed on him. And then she waited Gosh. a week and a half. Well, she called his office like three days later and said, I tested positive for COVID. And then his girls didn't tell him because it was a Friday. So they waited till Monday. So between the Tuesday she sneezed on him, mm. a whole six days later, mm. he was in intensive care dying. Wow. wow. That's sad. That's so Very sad. Very sad. Hmm. He had two teenage daughters, and one of them is a plastic surgeon now. She went mm-hmm. into the same That's business. Good. She's going to continue the Simone facelift. Good. I know you guys listen to the podcast, right? We do. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. love the podcast. Yeah. I know you listen I to do. this podcast. Leave I it on the dance floor. The I so love it. What do you like about it? It's like, you know, I don't get to see you that often. You don't live around here. So it's like having a conversation mm-hmm. with you. I love hearing stuff. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. So it's just like a I catch up. I hear you in our kitchen yeah <laughs> she's always playing the podcast and i'm cooking or like, things like that oh so it's like i'm there yeah. yes yeah from you're in the other room it does sound like you're there mm-hmm. all right well fun. now you are going to be in somebody else's living room or oh somebody gosh, else's kitchen I hide from the cameras so what's your favorite meal oh gosh i don't even know what's the best thing you make soup mm-hmm. my soup. wedding soup your wedding soup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah, that's probably my special. Well, we're not having it at any wedding soon. No. Okay, now, what's your favorite thing? I I like when you... Oh, wait. Soup? <laughs> your favorite meal. <laughs> okay, I thought you were talking about the podcast. Hmm. You like grilled love... chicken and broccoli. I love, ooh, the chicken casserole with the the stuffing on top and rice that's my favorite oh i don't know what it's called it's like a different version of cream chicken yeah yes. kind of like Cheapy that little one so with the good. stove top on top. yes okay mm-hmm. all right and what's your favorite thing about the podcast i love when you tell fun stories like i say like your goofy fun side my goofy fun side yeah we don't see it that often it's a funny story <laughs> her friends love when she tells fun stories oh my gosh about yeah, your my travels best friend. when we it. went to dubai and uh-huh. we came back, and I had all these funny stories. They were rolling on the floor. Oh, for a month. She'd mm-hmm. say, oh, I just remembered this. Oh, when this happened. Yeah, that was Maddie, my favorite. Maddie went to this. Dubai with me. Well, you have to go other places, but you're busy. I'm going to be real She's busy now. She's though. She yeah. can work her That's right. Special. That's right. You can leave for a week or yeah, so. Definitely. We'll you have to get that staff going. Yeah. Whip them into shape. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> and if you ever need me to yell at anyone. Oh, I know. I'm your girl. I know mm-hmm. who to call. You know who to call. You have That's to, right. You're going to have to coach me in that, you know? Yes, be the boss. Right. Right. I need some advice mm-hmm. on that. What well, would be, I'm going to interview you really quick. Okay. What would be your advice for me going into being a boss? Ah, good okay. Question. Make your rules. Okay. Stand by them. Mm-hmm. No matter what what you can't make a rule because something happens Mm -hmm. and that's usually how rules are made when someone didn't show up for the competition right it's a reaction at the last minute it's a reaction to make a rule Mm -hmm. you can't do that you make your rules and you stick to them and i learned this the hard way and i'm sure your grandmother learned it too you can't let anybody slide Mm -hmm. on the payment i'll pay you next time i'll pay you next time because that same person that can't pay for their services they leave you and they go to the mall mm-hmm. and they're buying a new outfit mm-hmm. with the money mm-hmm. that they should have paid you. So don't let anybody slide. You have your rules, you stick to them, and that's it. Same thing with your employees. Mm-hmm. You have rules about if they're going to take off, if they're sick and they can't come, if they need to get a substitute or however it works, and you make sure that they follow the rules. Okay. And know your value. Don't be afraid to charge what you want to charge. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, d- I never did that either. I was no, always. No, you, you still, you still don't. Yeah, my studio. I never changed the rates at my dance studio from the time the show started until the end. Which like for crazy. all the success, it was. I just felt crazy. I was doing a service Meanwhile, to the community. There are choreographers who charge five thousand dollars for a solo. They can't do. 
I know. A third mm-hmm. of what you do. That don't edit the music, that mm-hmm. don't right. draw, draw the costume, that don't find you a seamstress to make it. They just, they're like, here, yep. just do whatever. Just do these steps to this music. Yes. Right. And they all look the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. They choreograph. Right. Like it's not a concept. A hundred. It's, right. it's not like they know the child and they come up with the exactly. concept and they work on the music. Right. I tried so hard to do that for so mm-hmm. many kids. Mm-hmm. That's right. exhausting. It is. But I love that. Mm-hmm. That's the part I love the was the creative. That's mm-hmm. what I yeah. wish they would show more because mm-hmm. that's the magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, a camera over my finger while I'm drawing a costume isn't really magic for TV. They want chaos and mm-hmm. controversy. And some people. I would yeah. have to think some people would appreciate the good They parts. would. Mm-hmm. They would. Definitely. They would. Well, we'll see how the next show goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be right. nice if the people out there could see the you that we know. Mm-hmm. Well, keep telling them. We do. <laughs> we All do. Right. We do. All right. Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you. So much for being here. You're an entrepreneur now, mm-hmm. and all the best with your new business, Moments Made by Maddie in Oakmont, Pennsylvania. Please check it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Denise, good luck with you and you. your wonderful husband, Jeff. Thank you. And uh, take care of Thank you. honey while I'm not here. I okay. will. We keep her yes. busy. Yeah. I'm Denise, and this is Leave It on the Dance Floor. I'm Maddie, Abby's godchild, and this is Leave It on the Dance Floor. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Abby Lee Miller, and I will see you next week on Leave It on the Dance Floor. ALDC Elite, thank you so very much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and give Leave It on the Dance Floor a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch each week and see exclusive behind-the-scenes content like my never-seen-before pictures and videos from the competitions, some even taken from the wings, classes at the ALDC studio in Pittsburgh, or even our iconic dance concerts, head over to Patreon or become a member on YouTube Premium, linked in the show notes each week. See you on the flip side. A Huda Media Production.